Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Pro Football Doc Sports Injury Central podcast. And as advertised, we're going to lead off with a very special guest. This will be actually the first time that we've ever had a golfer on the show. Oh, gosh. Can I I call you that? Danny Woodhead on the cusp of the U.S. Open, pro football player, but golfer extraordinaire. Man, you know, I'm just, Doc, you know who I am. And you know I'm someone that I, if I find something that I love or whatever, I'm going to go all in with it. And fortunately, I've been able to, you know, mess around with golf a little bit. I mean, football was kind of sick, a fun fun little career, you know, for 10 years. But, uh, man, it's you got to put that somewhere. You think of all the guys that retire. And they don't know what they don't know where to put that competitive nature or just whatever it may be, just their spare time or something they're passionate about. And I've just found it in golf, and man, I just I love the game. Oh, that's 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 really cool. So, I mean, no offense. I mean, everyone knows Danny Woodhead, right? And yeah. Great career, and you know, quote little Danny Woodhead, right? right. And, and, and 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 by the way, I said this to. And I hope you don't mind the comparison. That's fine. We had Sproles in here for a podcast once. Yeah. And I'll say the same thing to people. And he was an in-studio guest. And I said, everyone thinks Darren Sproles is small. Everyone thinks Danny Woodhead is small. That's not true at all. Right. Darren Sproles and Danny Woodhead are short by typical standards. You guys are not small. You guys are thick and, you know, uh, 200 pounds. I mean, you guys are not small. Well, Short by stature only. For sure. I mean, think about this. Like, everyone thinks, like, oh my gosh, so little. And it's funny because I get, I noticed it after I retired a little bit more. But I mean, I was still, initially, I was still big for football life, right? So my friends become not as much football players because I'm back home. And how many professional football players do I hang out with on the reg? None, right? because there's not a ton in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. But I noticed how much bigger of a human I was compared to like the regular population. When I started having to like, people were like, hey, can we have pictures? Can we have pictures? And they, or just pictures with family, pictures with whatever, and you just notice things a little bit more. Like you see your picture up on Instagram or Twitter and it's like, I am grossly bigger than people. Like, <laughs> like a, a gross amount, like as far as like my upper body or whatever it may be. And it's funny because since then I've been trying to get smaller and luckily I have, but I am, even as I've gotten smaller, like if I take pictures with other people, I'm very big. And it's funny because in the football world, yes, we're a six, five, 340 pound lineman. I'm going to look small. I mean, anyone's going to look small. Well, here's the other thing. Everyone thinks of King Henry, Derrick Henry, as a big running back. Yeah. If you were his height, you'd be bigger. Oh, I would be – I would not be playing running back, right? Yeah. I'd I mean, probably be you, playing like the end or something or defensive tackle. Right, and that's my point. Like you, Darren, others, you're shorter, especially among all the tall people around you. But you guys are not small. That's what I understand. 
thick yeah, and and look and, and if there's no any better any proof of that i mean i've seen all the social media pictures of danny woodhead in shorts golfing and those calves right i mean that's quite the sensation hey that's you know uh, i mean it's a hot topic right now i mean <laughs> i mean I, i'm not I, normally I, a calves I, guy but like that's the topic on social media danny woodhead look check out those calves well you know what they've always been there they've just been hidden under socks because of our fun rules in the nfl that we have to wear a socks or whatever but you know ever it's funny everyone always like what you do to get those and i'm like well quite frankly i was born like that <laughs> god just gave me really big calves I, I don't i don't know what else to tell you it's not like i was in there doing i probably did less calf work than anyone else in the world well just so you know and for listeners to uh the laughter you hear is either from justin our producer or taylor who's a co-host and uh, he's just listening in before we get into the other part so it's not just ghost laughter but he's creeping in a little he's yeah. creeping in yeah yeah I, I i think he's a big calf fan too i mean he seems to really enjoy I, those comments there. the sounds of it he is the sounds yeah. of it he is yeah there's nothing wrong with that either but we, I, yeah. actually i thought he only cared about raider players so you know i, I don't know i'm sure he, he knows who you are so oh, come on. <laughs> yeah i wasn't i wasn't much of a raider guy yeah, let's put it that. Way. Well, uh, speaking of guys and knowing who's who, Coach Belichick remembered you. He shouted you out. You had a funny tweet. You know, on that. yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, I mean, he mentioned me in a presser, and I kind of came back saying, like, "Oh, surprising, but really cool." Like, Bill Belichick remembers me. <laughs> Truthfully, I knew he remembered me because Bill Belichick remembers people that. I guarantee he remembers someone that he signed on practice squad for like three days before. Like that guy is as calculated as a human being as I know, but you know, it's, it is kind of funny too, because all the guys that played there know any, no stuff within the organization. I also tweeted out like, Hey, bears, let Bill know it's bears. Najarin is the, is like his assistant and, Bears was always notorious. We knew Bears was looking up our Twitters, our, um, <laughs> our our Instagrams, or if people used Facebook. And then he'd give the tweet or the message or whatever to Bill. And the next day, Bill comes in, acts like he's never heard of social media, and it's just the it's the standard uh, press conference deal. He's like, I don't know what's on that MyFace or Facebook or. It's like, okay, Bill. Snap face. It's been, Bill, it's been 10 years. You know there's no MySpace anymore, and you know it's Facebook. It's not Spacebook. Like, but it's it's a funny thing, and he always like, you guys doing that tweeter thing or Spacebook or MyFace. What are you saying on there? And, you know, you just kind of we, – we know, Bill. Bill, we know that you know everything that's going on in social media because of Bears. Oh, there's 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 no question. And not only do we remember every player, like you know, like a like a pro golfer will say, gosh, on the sixteenth in two thousand seventeen at the US mm. Open, I just needed to do X and they remember every hole. They remember every player. And look, you're Danny Woodhead. You weren't like some some practice squad guy. I'll bet he remembers the practice squad guys, right? I mean Well, and, I, I guarantee he does. So I'll give you some evidence to this because uh, I'm sure you didn't hear it and see it. But last week we had David Bin on, 
And he wow. actually, obviously, David Ben, all-time yep. Charger, 200, I don't know, 50 games or whatever it was, more than anyone else, long snapper. And obviously, you played with him, and you know him very well. Good uh, golfer, too. Yeah, well, we'll get to that one, too. Uh, <laughs> but he told he – told, this was amazing. Ben – you know, you know, we're friends and you got kids in the same baseball league and da 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 and the whole deal. I never realized that, that was his first podcast ever. He'd never been on a podcast before. So I was like, oh, cool. Really? And I had him tell the story when he went to the Pro Bowl. And the story was Bill Belichick was the coach. It was the year that they lost to the Colts in overtime when we were 14 and two and should have yeah. gone and the whole deal, right? You know that. So he's the head coach. And as you know, the head coach gets to name the long snapper because it's not voted on, you know, and Ben obviously right. was deserving, right? And, you know, he's a great long yeah, snapper. Great player. Great player. So Dave, I knew this story, but Dave actually told it. What he said is the first time they're at practice, they're done stretching or this, that, the other, and he walks by and I'm paraphrasing. And he says that uh, Bill says, where's Pam? And Dave goes, uh, yeah, she didn't make it on this trip. And Dave says, Bill said to him in complete deadpan, now remind me why the fuck we invited you here. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's classic Bill, right? I mean, you know that. But people don't see that. So that's classic Bill. But my point is, and the reason I told that story not to rehash, but for a guy who says it's Snapface, he reads People Magazine and Us Weekly. How did he know that they was dating him? Exactly. He knows. So Bill tries to play it off as he's some idiot technology wise or whatever. He knows what's going on because he knows he has to know. I mean, the, the great thing with him as a coach is he knew everything. He knew the pulse of the team. He knew everything that was going on, and so he's got to know what's going on in the players' lives outside of the building too. And it wasn't, "Hey, Danny, how's everything going on the outside?" No, he'd just find out if someone was doing something dumb, you know, through that or in an, or in, in an interview. Yeah, well, there's there's no question. I, I've seen it my myself. I don't know if we eh, Justin can cut this out if it's off topic, but since we're talking about Bill, uh, one time. Uh, when Seau broke his arm and uh, he was with New England, he flew home, my surgery, and then he was ostensibly done, right, And uh, with his yeah. career. And then I get a call on a Friday from, from Junior and from Tom Gill, the, the Patriots head team position at the time. Yep. So I, I called Junior back, hey, I'm out here in New England, they're going to resign me. Can you call the team doctor that I'm okay? Tell them I'm okay. I'm like, okay, but other than socially, I haven't seen you in months. <laughs> you know, you, you don't come back for an x-ray on your arm. I know you're surfing and working out. He goes, just call him. So I called Tom and he goes, hey, uh, what do you think about Junior? I said, what do you think? He, What's his x-ray look like? I, I haven't gotten an x-ray in six months. I mean, I don't know, you know? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, he looks fine. He goes, I said, yeah, he's fine. I mean, I know he's working out, doing everything. And he goes, can you send me a note? I'm like, huh? You want me to send you a note? You're seeing him. What do you need the note for? But okay. He goes, here, just email me something. So on my phone, I email him, you know, Tom, 
uh, in my opinion, you know, doing Junior's arm surgery, that he'll be fine for this upcoming season, except for week two and potentially one playoff game. <laughs> right? We were playing the Patriots week two. I mean, whatever. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna write this email, I'm gonna have a little fun. I I completely forgot about it. We're at one of the early concussion summits as we're trying to deal with CTE mandatory. And uh, the Patriots head athletic trainer comes up to me, good friend Jim Whalen, yeah. and says, "Bill saw your email." This was like a month or two later, and I said, "What email?" I, I didn't even know what he was about? talking about, right? I mean, and then he told me it was the Tom Gilliam. And I said, oh. I said, did he laugh? He goes, no. Right? <laughs> and But fast forward to that. This is this is how much he knows. I see, Next time I see Junior, he had come back from minicamp or whatever it was out there, or whatever, the, and uh, – I said, June, I got to tell you something. Uh, He said, what? I said, I got to tell you, I sent this funny email and this, that, the other. And he laughed and he goes, and Junior slaps the table. We were at his restaurant. He goes, that explains it. I said, explains what? He goes, Bill never comes out for stretch, right? I mean, he doesn't come out early and, and all that stuff. And he goes, we're stretching. It's my first time back there. And Bill comes up to me and says, that asshole doctor is a friend of yours, isn't he? To Junior. And I said, <laughs> well, what'd you say, Junior? Did you defend me or what? He goes, he goes, I said, coach, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, because I had never told him about the email that I sent. So he's like, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. And that that's how it ended. So Bill knows everything, right? I mean, Absolutely. That's definitely. Justin, he might know what's going on at your place. Right <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep up. Yeah. Don't be scared. Yeah, I mean, he and there is nothing by accident in in anything that wow. that he does. But anyways, uh, going back to Dave Ben, having a little fun here because I know your friends. Yeah. We actually were recording the podcast last Monday morning our time Mm -hmm. you probably were on the golf course already we didn't know that and you know i told you before you played i like whether you make the u.s open or not i want you on the podcast and it's sorry about that guys that's all right no it's all good (laughs) well i i see i anyways so here is what ben said why are you letting Danny Woodhead show you? Why aren't you qualifying for the U.S. Open? I know. I read that. <laughs> I didn't know. He must have got a lot better since last time I played. <laughs> <laughs> because... Wow. <laughs> Dave, I'm going to have me... to repeat your comment that he must have gotten a lot better. <laughs> okay. Yes. No, it's great he got through the uh, to the second stage. But, Dave, I'll bet my house he doesn't make it through. That <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a different world, man. What do you so, think? Two so parts ben, of that comment. Yeah, the, last, the last time I played Ben with Ben, I think I was probably a five or a six. So that definitely explains like why he's like, huh? Because now I'm sitting like, I don't know. I think I'm a plus two and a half right now. And not that like, that's great, whatever. Um, so that's not shocking that he would say that. Cause if I was playing with a five or a six at one point, and they, I heard they qualified for the sectionals. I would be like, what? Like, 
what what's going on like that's not real did he play with a bunch of like not humans or was it like an animal qualifier so i get that but the whole but the whole part that he would bet his house i would love like that was my first that was my first try at it it was actually my first try to ever qualify for are you gonna do it next year in los angeles uh, not in Los Angeles. Okay. Oh, to, I, I will. Tr- yeah, yes, yeah. I will try to qualify okay. for the one yeah, in Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah. It'll be somewhere regional first. Um, <sighs> crazily, I mean, you look at the score and where it was at. Yes, I, I didn't, I didn't get in. It's not like now these guys are consistent. That's why they're pros. If I would have went out and had a good day. Could I have shot the score to get in? Yes. It wasn't a crazy number, but I didn't. And I mean, I, I totally understand that. Um, but yeah, that's something that I'm, I am trying to get good enough to where I can. Um, obviously I was, I mean, I, I know everyone, there's so many people there like, Oh, he got in to sectionals through this. And it's like, and they're like, Oh, he's yeah, whatever this that and the other it's like i i'd love to i'd love to play in a game well like I, i'd love to play, i'd love to play anyone in a game but it's is it a different world i mean sure but after playing if anything it gives you more confidence because you're like one day now i'm not saying i'd beat them in four rounds or i beat them at with my average game because that's not true if i'm playing very good i could I could have qualified if I was playing very good. I just, I wasn't when I did. And that's okay. Like, but um, it's not as crazy as I thought it would be. And I think that's partially because I've played with a lot of pros here in Nebraska. And then I've played like a round with Max Homa, who's unbelievable, like unbelievably good. Absolutely. Um, But like, I don't know. I, I, it's not, is maybe even far fetched as when I first went there. Like so, the, so, so the bottom line is, Dave Ben was not that far from being homeless. I'm not. If if I would have had a good day, he would not have a home. <laughs> if I would have had a good day, no chance. I mean, he. But, I mean, that's if the number was what the number was this year. And, and he didn't even say he was betting someone else's home against his. He just says, "I bet my house." He was like, you know, take the. Hey. I think he bet it for a dollar. Yeah, I love it. I love that. I absolutely love. It. <laughs> All right, so the so the real make question sure, is: make sure, Benny, make sure Benny still has his house up for it, and hopefully, I'm the one that gets the house. Better yet, the 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 Sports Center Central Six Score guys here, Taylor and the other guys, have suggested that. By the way, who's a better golfer now, you or Ben? I would say myself. Okay, but you know we're going to relay that to Dave, and we're going to try and set up yes. a six score invitational challenge. I would love it. In San Diego. I, now, I, was, I wasn't even in the stratosphere the last time we played. Like, he would have mopped me up. I don't know. It, I would have been laying down suffering on the ground. All right. So, so propose a wager. We'll set up a six-score invitational in San Diego, you versus Ben. And the only thing let's say is we won't let Ben pick the course because if he picks he picks the Grand or somewhere he plays all the time or San Diego Country Club, that you can't do that. It's got to be not his home course. We'll figure out the details and we'll cover that. What's the wager? What are you throwing out at him? Oh gosh, 
I don't. He said the house. So I, I mean, what, be the house. Yeah. yeah I, don't we, I don't know if we want to throw out the wager online. Okay. Um, but it would it would be enough to hurt, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be. Otherwise, there's no. Otherwise, there's no reason to play. It doesn't, there doesn't have to be money either. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't have. No, it doesn't have to be money either. Okay. Not a doubt. Or I mean, here, doubt. here here's the wager. If you come out and you win, and you can come out with your family or whatever, Ben's got to pay all yeah. your expenses. If you, Lo- I love. If that. you if if you come out and he wins, you pay all your expenses, and you got to get him a you know eat, uh, something uh, Vegas weekend, yeah, ski weekend, a golf yeah. outing somewhere that you fly him out to, uh, a golf outing I that you do. fly him out to. Uh, to yes. your boys or whatever. That's fair. All right, so I'm going to propose and broker this wager. Uh, yes, you're the, you're kind of like the broker. You're the middleman. Yep. And 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 my broker fee is is I get to uh, eat and drink at these events for free. That's my agent. I, that's I just want to go. So that's that's my that's, that's my fee. <laughs> my fee is going watching. That's yeah, fair. I'm going to call up. I'm going to call up TNT and see if we can get this televised as the Dude, match. Uh, yeah, we get on the match. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and 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 you can have a picture in your golf ball of your calf so that you can intimidate Ben mm-hmm. and Ben can I, have a picture of Pamela Anderson on it or something like like Brady and He can bring her, he can bring her maybe, you know. There you go. There are no longer and he's married. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not on the terms anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, suffice it to say, if Ben were still playing, he wouldn't been in, been invited by Belichick to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> no chance. No chance. <laughs> All right, we're going to make that happen. We're, 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 we are definitely going going to make that happen. And I haven't been to SD for a little while, so I'm I'm ready to come back and hang out anyway. Now, now the key in, in the confidence here is where whether you fly first class or what hotel or place you book because if you're really confident that you're going to win it's on bin you're going to book the grand hotel or the the la berge or you're going to fly first class and fly your whole family you know, I might get a VRBO on the ocean you know? <laughs> meals included right meals included yeah so yeah, it depends on how big you go that, that'll tell me how much confidence you have that you can beat, <laughs> beat bin because he's picking up the tab so it uh it depends i'm on... not saying it's motel six we'll put it that way <laughs> that, that sounds good so I saw. Look, I, I, I. First of all, I apologize that it's still morning time here. And last time I came on your podcast, I love the fact you said, "No, no, you got to have a drink in your hand when we do this." I was like, "Oh, that's that's, that's a really cool concept." So you didn't specify the type of drink, and it's early morning wow. here, so we're 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 not nothing in our hands here. So that's I, I apologize, but you still like to have fun, and I know you're big with the barstool guys and this, that, the other. Did you agree with some of the stuff they said that this, if you had qualified for the U.S. Open, it would be your greatest athletic achievement? Do you agree with that? Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's funny. I know a lot of people are like, really? Um, and yes, I would agree. Mm. Because now backstory-ish is football was what I was like. Not that I don't have athletic talent to, to play golf, but like football is what I – I've done my whole life what I've excelled in my whole life and not to minimize the 10 years. Cause that's amazing, right? Like 10 years in the NFL, that just doesn't really happen. I played in a super bowl. I scored a touchdown in a super bowl. Like there's a lot of athletic achievements like there. Um, but it's one of those things 
and maybe it's because football, I yes, I didn't get invited to combine, didn't get a D1 scholarship, didn't get drafted, didn't get chances, always was just like the the bottom of the barrel scraps, right? Um, but like there's something I feel like I always had the talent. It was just getting the opportunity, whereas in the in in golf, it's been hard. Like my last four years of like rebuilding my swing has been one of the craziest mental like hurdles, you know, of my athletic life. Yeah. Because it's like, gosh, dang, like right when I feel like I got it, another day happens, my body just feels different. And then it's like, I've never touched a club in my life. Mm. So a lot of that, there's just a lot of heart in that. So as I've been getting better, and even qualifying for sectionals for that final stage, I mean, would that be Super Bowl worthy? No, probably not. But that's still like that's a huge accomplishment. After I was talking to like pro golfers, like yeah, like a lot of mini tour guys, like it's a day to be celebrated. And I was like, oh man, like I didn't know how big of a deal it was until I qualified, and I was like, crap. Like that is pretty nuts. Well, it sounds like it- so. If I would if I would have went to the Super Bowl of golf in a sport like I'm not supposed to, like I, that would have been my number one achievement in sports. Mm, interesting. Dave Ben would agree with you that that would have been <laughs> your greatest achievement. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like crazy to think of because I didn't really until I got to the the next stage. I was like, oh man, I played in a Super Bowl in football, and I have an opportunity to play a Super Bowl. In- golf like i was just like that's yeah. that's where i was being someone who never played football and wouldn't have made it and lasted yeah. i would say for sure look i'm not a great golfer but i've gotten a birdie here and there but i'm not a very good golfer at all okay i mean but yeah. i would have said a guy who's had a 10-year career playing a super bowl and scored a touchdown versus qualifying for the U.S. Open, far and away the football side. But I get what you're saying. You, you're used to the football side and success, so it wasn't a leap for you, whereas yes. this is a big departure. If, if you're, yeah, if you're talking about like a regular, just a normal human being that I don't know, and I don't know what they're getting, like if you just say, oh, 10-year career Super Bowl and played or played in the Super Bowl at a touchdown and just qualified for the Open, I'd agree with you on that, the football achievements bigger but i think it's for me it's more personal mm-hmm. like i'm not supposed to be and i th- and where footballs came so easy right like it's just it's it's like when people say oh it's just like riding a bike it was really like riding a bike it just was not that's not a, a difficult thing for yeah and 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 look if you had done that you could have been in uh you know, Deion Sanders, two-sport athlete, uh, Bo uh, Jackson I mean, territory, it, Nate Ebner, USA Rugby and the Patriots. I mean, you'd be in that territory, right? Yeah. Am I, He's technically a dual-sport I mean, I don't know. Right? Was, He's got two. I don't know if that would have been considered prime time or what. They might have had to take that away from Dion. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no. You know, or, or, you know, Woodhead knows, kind of like Bo knows. Or, or, uh, or you would have had – Quite a few uh, sock endorsements with the Cavs. Could you imagine? 
they they get like a mid sock, so then I wear it right under, so then it makes it even look bigger, <laughs> make the calf look bigger than just going like no show. And then, I mean, and then, opportunities were endless with my nil. Uh, money, right? uh, imagine, yeah, imagine if you then had golf shoes with a little bit of a heel, and it really accentuated your calves. We we could be talking about a whole new business. <laughs> it, it wouldn't even be golf. It would just be how can we. Uh, how can we get the calves on, on camera? Yeah, exactly. All right. How about Phil Mickelson's calves? Come yeah. on. Well, we're going to move into uh, – Taylor, what do you got? Other topics? NBA Finals, who you got there? Um, you got Danny. the centers that we just post article on. So who, who are you like in the NBA Finals, Danny? NBA Finals, I – so I'm not against – it's not like I hate the Warriors because, I mean, they have great players. I've always loved watching Steph. But I would love to see the Celtics. Yes, they have a couple superstars in Tatum and Brown. But I love how they just have hard-working dudes, too. They have, like, Grant Williams, not even a huge fan of him. But he will go out and fight someone. Marcus Smart, I'm learning that he's becoming, like, one of my favorite players. Because he will do absolute any, anything. He will agitate absolutely anyone. Um, and then you got Al Horford, who's like 74, still playing, and <laughs> and he's still playing good basketball. So like, I would love to see the Celtics win. Um, and a little bit of Patriots bias there, right? I mean, because you were in New England. Uh, there might be a, there might be a little there there might be a little Patriots bias, but I think it would be an absolute team win, like just a team win. And even though Tatum is a superstar. And Jalen Brown is too, but like it's it's different. Like Steph Curry's unreal, and I think they have a ton of talent. I mean, like Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole aren't even like their top top guys. Like that's what's crazy is not even their top guys. Like you have Steph, you have Clay. Um, I mean, there's just there's a lot of good players on that team. Um, I just I think it'd be, not, I think it'd be a little bit of an upset, but like I don't know. They're just they remind me of that gritty, just hardworking team, the Celtics. Yeah, team. no, no question. And and we've been, you know, the Sports Injury Central, Danny. We've been covering basketball and stuff too. And when Curry with his foot reacted, we were like, no, he'll he'll be fine. He went for a cool forty. I mean, we're still more worried about Jason Tatum with the shoulder, yeah. grabbing on the shoulder uh, every yeah. game with the stinger. You know the deal. Once you start getting stingers, they don't go away. It's they keep happen. coming. Uh, Robert Williams, look, yeah. his knee still not right. Draymond may have a little back issues. So Golden State has a little bit of the health edge. Obviously, they have home field, but we just go by health. But uh, gambling's not legal in California. I'm not gambling at all. But I would imagine game five, which is basically now a three-game series, Defense will yeah. be at a premium, and you know both oh, teams are really good defensively. Sure. It's gonna, it, it's not gonna be a one twenty one ten game. I mean, it's gonna be no, uh, no. low scoring. There's gonna be some bruises. Yeah, hard. Hard fought game. Uh, no, no question. What else we got, Taylor? Danny, I, I respect your take. I respect your take. I, I got to chime in as a Celtics fan. Yeah. Everything you said pleased me. Uh, Marcus Smart. I've been a Celtics fan my whole my whole life. Like the, the big three: Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, KG. I've, I love that team. Marcus Smart might be my favorite player of all time. 
I just love, like you said, I love his, I love his style. Oh. He just always just goes out and just does everything, whatever it takes. And I, I love that dude. And the thing is, he's actually a pretty good offensive player. Yeah. Like, he really is. He can shoot the ball. He can do things. He's a great passer. And I feel like he just makes the, no pun intended, he makes the smart basketball play. He there really does. And, and then on defense and just mentally, he can get in the other team's head. Like, I used to not like him. Like, he used to kind of bother me. Right, this right. Here, he's became, like, one of my favorite players in the NBA. I just I, – and I, and I respect that he – not everyone nowadays in sports, period, but even in basketball, they don't always like to play their role. He plays his role and plays it incredibly well. Right. I will say defensive player of the year. I, I think he definitely deserved it. I think it's oh. been a long time coming that, that a guard actually won yeah. it, and I think he deserves that. I will say during this series, though, it, it, you, it, it, one person can't just say, I'm going to lock down Steph Curry. It's not possible. Uh, and the way that they're, they're running him off on every, every screen, it's, it's been tough. So, like you said, Doc, there's going to be a lot of defense tonight. Uh, I expect it to be very physical. The, the Celtics have to find a way to, to get up on Curry off a of screen because that's what's been killing them. Basically, that and the turnovers. But if they can find a way to get up in his face, they, it, he's just getting wide open shots, it seems. Yeah, Danny, let me tell you something. You don't know this. Taylor knows this. I know he's got this thought in his head. But Justin's been on this podcast for a while, a producer. He just crushed his over on words. Yeah. He said more words just more now than he has the entire time he's been podcast producer. And we couldn't get him off the mic either. I mean, he was not – he did hey. not pause for a half breath to get cut off. He just – I mean – No, look, no way. He's a, he's a player prop that was like at four and a half words, and he just hit 70. <laughs> I mean, he just crushed it right there. You really – Look, look, I know, my, I know my role. I'm a producer. I'm – I should have. Yeah, been I, oh, words. totally. Yeah, uh, this was the this was the Grant Williams like six three pointer game and, right here. This and the other it, thing right? that I, I, I would say is, boy, you guys are generationally so different. I mean, I've always been a Celtics fan, and who did you cite? I mean, you didn't go Bird, Parrish, okay. and McHale. That's I mean, you, I, don't I, like mean that. I don't like that. Okay, I mean, who? Yeah. No, if if you. All timer, I'm picking Bill Russell because I, I have studied the game and Bill Russell's insane. I know, but you I, went I with who? You rings. didn't even go with crazy. Bird. I mean, it, I grew up as a Paul Pierce fan, right? I grew up as Paul a Paul Pierce, Pierce fan. I was I in mean, the prime of Paul Pierce. We were so bad for so long, and then and then we won that championship. I love Paul Pierce, but do you remember the wheelchair? I, I, then he went on ESPN. Then he went on ESPN, and I was like. Do you remember the wheelchair game? With oh, that's yeah. where I yeah, was going yeah. yeah. You mean Come the poop on. game, right? I don't know if he pooped his pants or something. Yeah, that was the, the poop next, game. And then next thing you know, he comes out and just balls. You're like, you literally could not – like, you literally <laughs> were paralyzed for a second. And next thing you know, you're just balling. Carried off like a baby. Yeah, I, I show, you know, and yeah. Have balling. you ever felt like that, Danny, during a game? You go to the bathroom real quick? During a game? What? You ever had to go to the bathroom really quick during a game? Yeah, I just pee on the field. There you go. <laughs> oh, you'd have the teammates carry you to the to the yeah. restroom. No, I never had the. I never had my teammates carry me off the field. I will say this: when I was looking at him, and he's, it made me wonder if he was just getting like strolled out because like he needed like a snack break and get some like Cool Ranch Doritos. Does he not scream <laughs> Cool Ranch Doritos? He does. He's, he's, yeah, he's a Cool Ranch. He buys in yeah. bulk, right? Yeah, he's a cool ranch. I will agree that when you say Paul Pierce is totally not fair to the guy, but you know um, that since we're an injury thing, that that certainly comes to mind. But you know, 
Danny, in terms of football, what kills me now, I don't know if you've noticed this, I've seen multiple times now, multiple games, different teams, where a player is carted off but has returned. I mean, what would you do if you were a teammate of yours did that? I, I would be like, what are you doing? And that is so true, though, that you say like that has happened. I Back when I played, now I don't want to act like I'm a dinosaur, but like <laughs> if you're getting carted off, you're probably out for the season. Like you're out for the season or it's like a high ankle that like you just can't mm-hmm. like walk. You know what I mean? You can't walk off. I I remember I was taken off in carts three times or two times, something like that. But it's because I literally couldn't physically get off unless I could have probably like laid on the ground and like grabbed grass and crawled that way. But that would have looked a little bit weird. So, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't even I can't fathom like if you are getting carted off, you're out for a while. No question. Not, I mean, to come back to the same game. I mean, that's just I don't I don't understand that. Doc, that's never happened to you, though. That's never happened to you, where a player took the cart and then and then came back to to play. <laughs> Not even close. Okay, <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, you gotta understand. Look, I'm not cavalier about things, and I agree with being safe. But you'd yeah. be surprised to know maybe this. How many times have I? And I would never mess with the guys. You know, uh, if there was something where I was worried about presser and neck. You know how many times I put a guy on a on a on a collar and a and a, and a spine board in my career? Seventeen years in the NFL. Once. How many? I had a one up. Oh, I had a one up. I didn't see it. The, the one time because the player it was in Cincinnati. I won't say the player's name right now, but not only did he have neck pain, he had some transient tingling in his fingers and toes. That and he had neck pain. That guy needed a spine board to be sure. Yeah, Turned out he was that. fine, but you can't mess with it. Right. But, you know, I'm not saying it's wrong to, like, not put all these people on, but I always looked at it. There's a big cost to the player, a big cost to our team, and a big cost to his family to do that in terms of the scare, mentally and otherwise. For I remember sure. a game we had in Dallas. I was just about to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of the first games in the new – Jerry World, Marcus Ware went yep. down and got put on a spine board. It was a tight 10-10 game. He, DeMarcus Ware got taken off on a spine board. Maybe it was serious, but I know the Cowboys have a spine expert on their sideline. He didn't even come out onto the field, yet the guy was taken off. And I'm not being critical of the doctor. They probably knew something and whatever. Three yeah. plays later, we scored a touchdown, and that was the end of the game. I mean, like when DeMarcus Ware goes down, you're stud. Everyone's like, ooh, that's better. You know, let me let me make sure that I'm playing safe here, you know, and it's football. But those are overly dramatic. But but in terms of carding out, I mean, I had one player once. You know him, Danny, but I, I guess I shouldn't say. Maybe, I don't know if I have permission yeah. to say, but he, when we were out there, he goes, Doc. What do you think I have? I said, well, let's get you off the field. He said, no, 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 no. You have an opinion. I said, I know this is like going, you know, out on a limb, but I think you have a tibial plateau fracture, non-displaced. He's like, there's no x-rays. Well, we're going to go get x-rays, but, you know, I, I think you should go off on a cart. 
And he goes, no, let right. me walk off. And he did have a tibial plateau fracture. And it did end up being the last play of his NFL career. And years later, yeah. he personally has thanked me. Thank you for letting me walk off well, my last play in my NFL career. I yeah. mean, so I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, if a guy says I can't walk off, I'm not going to deny him the cart. But if he's returning to the game uh, uh, and he wants a cart, and I think he can return to the game, uh, come with me. We, we I don't think we would summon the cart, or we, or I tell him we lost the keys or something. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. That's it is nuts. Not to, and I, and I don't, I don't want to be the guy that says like, man, they're not tough anymore. It's just a different world, I guess. Like, I've never, like, to me and to at least all my teammates, the cart meant, like, you're done. Like, like you're, you're done for a long time or you're done for the season. So, like, it's something, like, it was me and my teammates, the last thing we ever wanted yeah. was to be carted off. No, like, no. I'm getting, I'm getting off on my own, off the field on my own. As long as I can. Yeah, gotcha. All right, Taylor, who else we got this week? Uh, fun to just chat with Danny. Anything else you want to cover there? Yeah, we might do a beast of the week. It's like, uh, it might be a little mild, but uh, former uh, like a medical doctor like yourself, uh, Laurent Tardif, is uh, retiring to go do medical stuff, but he said he's not fully retiring. What do you, what do you think about that? Um, I think LDT is a beast. I had the chance to talk with him at a Super Bowl, and here's what rep- – impressed me the most about him. I mean, he's a legit football player from Canada. That already is like, you know, big time. Mm-hmm. And he's a legit doctor. But at one of the podium days at the Super Bowl, I'm trying to think which one it was. Maybe it was in Miami. Chiefs were there. Uh, I try not to like ask questions at the media sessions because there's real media people there trying to get jobs done. And nobody was there. And I talked to him. And I introduced myself. Hey, I'm so-and-so. I'm orthopedist. He goes, oh, yeah, I know what you do. Da, da, da. I said, Ask, tell me this question. Bigger accomplishment, you know, or prouder moment or harder thing, you know, like your U.S. Open versus football. Football versus being a, you know, a doctor. And I loved his answer. He wasn't – he didn't give me he – goes, he goes, well, you know, right now I guess I have to say football because, yes, I have my MD degree, but I'm not a real practicing doctor yet. I haven't done my internship. I haven't done my residency. So he wasn't trying to claim that he was a practicing doctor, right? And I thought that was a very thoughtful answer. So I very much respect him. So I think he's a beast. You know, the whole COVID thing where he, look, he worked in a nursing home as an assistant, basically orderly during the pandemic. That's a beast. And he gave up his NFL part of the career. Right now, leaving the career open, uh, I don't know. I I don't know skill-wise, time-wise, whether it's like, permanent or whether he's going to get a call he got a big deal with the chiefs but i don't know that he's in big deal range anymore he went to the jets last year and he started so he's never not been a starter so he's yeah. starter caliber so i mean he's a beast he's a beast for going covid but the one i would put up there is i favorited on my timeline i'm trying to look for stuff is <laughs> albert pulhos or the umpire yeah, i know you saw that yeah, albert that. pulhos first of all manny machado's right where is the farewell t- tour approaching 700 home runs, well over 3,000 hits, 20-plus years. He was definitely the best player in the league for a number of years. No farewell tour yet, but recently on video, I'll use this for our Beast of the Week. After two strikes, the umpire emphatically punches him out. 
And, you know, never argue balls and strikes. And Albert just looks at the guy with a glare, puts up two fingers. And the umpire's like, oh, okay, play on. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, Albert's a beast for being that. so cool there and not like, you know, whatever. The umpire was probably trying to crawl into a hole as Albert just kind of glared and stood over him and just went. <laughs> uh, and, and it wasn't one of those strike yeah, you're out. It was like, ah, oh, he, he, wanted to ring he like was, he, he was probably had cameras rolling on him to tell his kids that I rang up Albert Pujols, right? I mean, he was going to make it a good one. And so uh, that's our baseball beast of the week story. Uh, we like to cover some fun things and, and otherwise, but that's our beast of the week story. But the other one I'll tell you here, guys, since we're in San Diego where I am, Remember when last season when Tatis maybe going to the outfield, right? And let me tell you something. There's no way Tatis will go to the outfield. I didn't like it when he went to the outfield last year because why? Yes, there are more opportunities at uh, – it's kind of like the, the difference in this. Would you rather be a running back or return kicks? In terms of danger – Look, you get hit a lot more as a running back, but in the open field, okay, yeah. and that's there's being shortstop and outfield. That's the death. reason why I say this, the Tatis will never play in the outfield. They can't risk it, and there's a DH now in the National League, right? So he when he comes back, he can DH. Royce Lewis of the Twins, he is their budding star, star AAA star, shortstop, shortstop. There's no room for him. They brought him up. They put him in center field. He third inning of play. He runs into the wall and retears his ACL. Uh, I mean, the look. If you have a sixteen-year-old driver in your family, brand new licensee, you want him to drive in local city traffic, or you want him to drive out in the highway. You know, you know when it's open roads. Right. I'd rather have slower speeds in the city. They may have more fender benders, and the car may get damaged, but they're going to be okay. I don't want that youngster out on an open highway uh, at high speeds, kind of thing. And that's the difference there. So uh, that's an unfortunate situation for him. All right, Danny. Anything else you want to promote or do? Your podcast? Anything? Tell anyone what, what you're up to. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to go, if you get bored, go check out my podcast, Out of Nowhere Podcast with Matt Slauson, 10-year NFL pro. Um, yeah, we just like to chat it up, have fun. And, yeah, other than that, I don't have anything else. If, if anyone uh, if anyone has interest in that, though, check it out, every podcast platform. All right, so uh, should we shoot for this summer for the for the golf challenge? Or I, I can't do we might have no. I think we do it when it's when it's okay. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so all, right. all right. No, that's smart. Here's what we'll do. Uh, we'll set it up for this fall. Okay. Yes, and I think that we'll, sounds like we'll have it on a Saturday, and on Sunday you can come join us in our command center with all the TVs and 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 everything else. I love that. And I can, I'm going to watch the games, and I mean, I'm not going to diagnose anything, but I can, I mean, there's a few, like, I mean, syndesmosis injuries, I had one, and I see about a million of those. I could probably tell you when, when that happens. But oh, you'll come that, in, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have some fun. So we'll figure out for the fall. I will issue the challenge to Dave Ben. I'm cool. sure you can text him, too. I mean, <laughs> 
Yeah, there's love, there's the challenge. It. The gauntlet's been thrown. I, and right I, now, the terms of the wager, the whole deal. So he just has to ex- accept here. He bet his house. This should be easy for him. Yeah. <laughs> I, it should be the easiest money or uh, bet that he's yeah, ever well, in his life. Uh, yeah, w- yeah, we might play the video and show him. I'll I'll, we'll, I'll get him riled up. We're going to make this thing Dude, happen. for sure. I, I'm going to be the Don King of football golf challenges oh, yeah. and uh, promoter. and. <laughs> well, I, you know the thing is, I think that with Benny and I, at least there'd be some solid. I mean, we're still AMs, but there'd be some solid golf. Whereas sometimes in the match, I mean, there are a few good shots being hit, but there's also like, what are what are we doing out here? A lot, of, a lot of fours being yelled uh, out oh there. My goodness gracious, <laughs> people are almost dying. I mean, do you care if it's match play or, or strokes? Yeah. What? All right, so we'll Doesn't let you pick the course, or as long as it's a home course, he can pick the match play or okay. or what his uh, thing will yep. will be. Look at look at how confident it is. Doesn't matter to me. You pick the game. I'm good with what's <laughs> happening. Pick the game as long as, as long as there's no strokes given. Right. It's just straight up. I'm ready. We got a, we got a kid outside. Yeah. The student's at my work, so uh, uh, kind of thing. Uh, medical offices but in, in any case uh, or that might be dave ben crying after you're done with him with golf <laughs> no, but, but anyways thank you guys for joining us thank you for uh joining us everyone the on the pro football doc sports industry central podcast with special guest danny woodhead the golfer extraordinary and special guest justin doyle our producer who like now he he probably gets credit for it now since he oh. actually spoke on this one i mean he, he Thank you. Word yeah, I can put it on my uh, put it on my resume. You broke the word bank on this one. You brought it out of him, yeah, Danny. Yeah. Look, all right, listen. Hey, it's not that I don't speak. All right, yeah. Obviously, Danny Woodhead's on here. No, I'm going to say some things. It's all right. Yeah. Look, I'm now thinking if as I look at Justin and look at his face and so forth, he's so happy. I don't think it was just about the Celtics. I think it was about Danny Woodhead. I think he might want a, an autograph picture of a calf. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you make that happen? Yeah. No. To Justin, hundred percent. Yeah, I want it oiled up. I want it autographed, and I want it. Yeah, well, we can make it happen. All right, thanks Let's for watching go. and listening. All the usual places, right. and remember, go to sicscore.com. <laughs>